first bracha, the second bracha. Now we're up to Kriyat Shema itself. First starting point is, what is the source for the obligation, for the chiyuv, to say Shema twice a day? We always quote it all the time, you have a chiyuv to say Shema in the morning and at night. Where's the source? Where does it come from? Exactly. So it comes from the pasuk that we say in Kriyat Shema every day. We say the words, Vidibarta bam you shall speak it when you lie down and when you get up. Says the Mishnah in Brachot, At the time when people are lying down, at the time when people are standing up, then we have an obligation to say Kriyat Shema. We learn it out from the Pasuk of Vidibarta Bam, says the Mishnah. Now, when the Pasuk says that you have to say Shema, which parts of Shema are included. We know that there's three parashiyot. And even that, there's the first pasuk, then there's the first parasha, then there's the second parasha, the third parasha. So which part is included in the chiyuv? Says the Mishnah Bura, Vida. This is the Mishnah Bura in Simen Samach Gimel. Vida, you should know. The Yesh Gimel Deot Bena Poskim, there are three opinions between the Poskim. Yesh Omrim, Dirak Pasuk Rishon Bilvad Humenator. There are those who say that only the first line, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, only the first line is Midoraita. And the others are rabbinic. V'yesh omrim, dekola parasha rishona humenator, there are those who say that the whole first parasha, meaning including the ahavta. V'yesh omrim, there are some rishonim, the rabbis of 800 years ago, there are some rishonim who say, the gama shniya humenator, there are those who say that the second parasha is also Midoraita. What about the, the Mishnah Berurah? The Mishnah Berurah is so, who wrote, so what about the third parasha? We only hear, we only say first pasuk, first parasha, second parasha. What about the third parasha of Vayomer? Sorry, the third opinion is that both the first and the second are chiyuv? Yeah, but mid or right. But, not, but what, oh, what about the third? Uparasha tzitzit, says the Mishnah Bura, lekuli alma humenatora. Everyone agrees that the third parasha is a doraita, kedela haskiri tzitzit, because we have an obligation to, me, to remember. No, but the chiyuv to say it every day. The chiyuv to say twice a day in the morning and in the evening, which, par- which parts of Shema are included in that chiyuv? The first, and one opinion says the, just the first pasuk. Another opinion says the first parasha also. Another opinion says also the second parasha. Now, what about the third? The third parasha, everyone agrees that we have a chiyuv midoraita to say every day. In order to mention it, and once there's an obligation to say it, so the rabbi said, say it together with the rest of Kriyat Shema. Now, what about for Sardim? So the Mishnah Bura says all these different opinions. How do we paskin? So the Avadia and the Kafa Chaim say, and it's brought down, and there's a blue Mishnah Bura, a great Mishnah Bura to have, to look at. There's a Mishnah Bura called Amudei Hora, the blue Mishnah Bura, which has on the bottom footnotes, it's a regular Mishnah Bura, but on the foot bottom they printed all a Likot, a, a compilation of all the basic Svaradi. So they bring down over there, they write, The first pasuk, this that the Mishnah Bura said, that only the first pasuk is Menah For us, Svaradim, only the first pasuk is Midoraita. That the first pasuk alone 
That's the part that is midoraita. Everything else is only midrabanon. So if you only have a choice, if you're in a rush and you don't and you don't have a siddur with you and you don't know the whole kriyat shema by heart, then it's about to be the end of the time that you could say kriyat shema. At least say the first pasuk: Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. However, says Mishnah Bura, when you're saying that first pasuk of Shema Yisrael, you should also say Baruch Shem Kavod Machuto Lolam Vaed. Why? Says Mishnah Bura, below Baruch Shem Kavod Machuto Lolam Vaed, Lo Nireh Hakriyat Shema Rak Kesipur Devarim, because without it. Doesn't sound like you're saying it as a as a statement of as a fulfillment of Kriyat Shema. When you say Baruch Shem Kavod Machuso Lalam Vaed, then that makes it that makes it clear that the first pasuk that you're saying is in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Kriyat Shema. So that's the chiyuv. That's the chiyuv. Say Kriyat Shema twice a day. The first pasuk and midrabanan to also say the whole first parasha, the second parasha, and midoraita we have to say the third parasha of Vayomer. What an emotion! Should you have? We always say that the purpose of this year is really to say what emotion we should have in our tefillah, to make our scripted conversation, instead of being a monotone, to make it into a conversation. So what emotion should we have? Says the tour in Simen Samach Aleph, Ita b'medrash. The Midrash says, Amar Rav Barachya. Oh, it's on a motion sensor? I don't think so. Time, right? That's interesting. Amar Rav Barachya, Barachya said, Melech Basar Vadam. A king of flesh and blood, Meshagir Protagma Shalala Medina. You have times where a king of flesh and blood sends a proclamation to the country. When the people read their proclamation, they read it with focus and with trembling. What is the king about to say? What new decree did he send out? says the Torah, Read my proclamation. I didn't say you have to read it standing. I didn't say that you have to wear, that you have to read it, go for a haircut right before. I didn't say that you have to read it in a certain state. I said you could even read it and say it as you're going. Even as you're traveling, you can say Shema. However, when you're reading this proclamation, it has to be with awe, with fear, with trembling and with sweat. There's a state of mind, a state of being that a person should be in when he reads Shema, state of trembling. And we're going to see soon why that's so important. But it should be a state of trembling. Shema Yisrael, Hashem, Elokeinu, Hashem, Echad. It should be a state of trembling and awe and fear. That's the, with, with Kavana. That's how we should be reading the first parasha. And that's how the Shulchan Aruch says as well, Yikra, Kriyat Shema, Bekavana, Be'ima, Ubiyirah, Be'retet, Ubezaya. A person should be reading it with sweating as he says Shema Yisrael. Why? Why is it? Why is it? Why does it need so much awe and so much fear? What should we be? What? what well, if we take a look at what the words mean, so we can understand it. If you take a look, if you skip ahead, let's go to page number. Page number four. Page Dalit. Let's skip ahead, and then we're going to come back. We're going to come back to why do we cover our eyes when we say Shema? And then we're going to come back to that. But the first pasuk of Kriyat Shema. The, let's take a word by word to understand the words, and then we'll be able to understand why we have to say it with such trepidation. The, the, the altar from Kelm. The altar from Kelm was the one who made the yeshiva of Kelm, Talmud Torah Kelm, the, the yeshiva of Kelm. Rav Dessler studied in Kelm. Rav Yerucham Levovitz studied in Kelm. Many of the great Balai Musar studied in Kelm. So it says the altar, says the Saba Mikel, page number, the top of page number, Dalit. The altar says, when we say the words Shema Yisrael, Geder Hashmi'ah. When it says, listen, listen, Jewish people, listen. Geder hunach bi'ikar al havanat hadavar is lies primarily in understanding. Inyan shema Yisrael kilomar tavinu hatsura, understand. Meaning, it doesn't just mean listen. Listen, no, that's not what it means. It means 
understand Israel. And the Rav Dessa says it even more. Inyan Shema Bekan Hu Amet Hadavar B'Machshavat Halev Hitztayru B'Seicho. The idea of Shema over here, listen, means make it real with the thoughts of your heart. Make it, etch it in your, in your brain. Make it real. The word you used this morning was to meditate. I think it was the word you used, Rafal. Make it, I don't know if I want to use the word meditate so much, but the word really of, of make it real in your heart. And the Rashba, it's not just the Alt from Kelm, it's really the Rashba already says. The Rashba writes in a Chuva, he writes, it's on top of page Beit, you can look at it if you want. You should make it, you should form it in your heart as if you came to this state of all the things that it describes of, of um, you, should make it, you, should make it in your, you should make it in your heart as if you gave your life for HaKadosh Baruch You should make it real, form it in your heart. Shema Yisrael means take the time and don't just hear it, don't just hear yourself say the words, but rather, Shema Yisrael, feel it in your heart. Feeling it in your heart, and like we said before, the emotion has to be with trepidation, with awe, with fear, with trembling. That's how we say Shema, with awe and trembling in our heart. Not just with our ears, but in our heart. The Mishnah and Brachot is the next box on page Dalit. Mishnah and Brachot, Tafir Gimel says, Lama kadma parashat shema shamoa? Why do we have, why do we have the, the parashah of Shema before the parashah of Vahaya? First, we accept in ourselves the yoke of the reign of heaven, the reign of Shemaim, the reign of Hashem. And afterwards, we can accept in ourselves the Olam Mitzvot, meaning the first parasha of Shema, this you've heard before, the first parasha of Shema is to say that Hashem is in charge. We're going we're gonna to expand on this in a moment. But the first parasha is you accept that Hashem is in charge, meaning we have this emotion. We're supposed to be saying Shema with the emotion of trembling, of fear, with the emotion of feeling it in our heart, that what? That Hashem is in charge. The Chavetz Chaim said something interesting. Take a look at page Hey, the second box, the second paragraph, the second bullet. It says, the Chavetz Chaim writes, Shemati v'shem ha-go'on Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. Rabbi Chavetz Chaim brings from Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. Sha'amal echad b'derech Musa that he told somebody. She'ein anu mechasrin mi'akadash baruchu l'achalok lo kavod u'lamlicho l'ma'ala u'lamata v'akol shiva harakim. We don't hesitate to declare and to make real that Hashem is the king over all the heavens and the earth. But what we do hesitate to do, what we have a hard time doing, is declaring that He is the king over our bodies. We declare Hashem is in charge of the heavens, He's in charge of the earth, He's in charge of everything. But what was the last time we thought about that He's in charge of ourselves? That's the hard part, to make it real that He's in charge of us. So we have to tremble with trembling and with fear and with sweat to make that real in our hearts Shema Yisrael, listen with our hearts that Hashem is in charge of everything up there, everything down here, including us. Hashem is really in charge. And that's the, that's the emotion of Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. That's the emotion we're trying to bring out, that Hashem is the Melech Malachim HaMelachim. We're going to see that in the words of Shema in a moment. Hashem is the Melech Malachim HaMelachim. Hashem is the King of Kings. And we're declaring that He is in charge of everything, including me. That's the hard part. The stress of it, the highlight of including myself, that Hashem is in charge of me, that's the hard part. Shabbat takes this a little bit more. He, bring, he writes, this is the second box on page Dalit, back to page Dalit. He writes, Kamosha Amruzal, Yaakov Avinu Shalom Yaakov Avinu said to the Shivatim, Hey Asfu, gather. Come, gather, and I'll tell you what's going to be in the days of Mashiach. 
רצה לגלות את האמת, הקייטי דיברתי על המוצגים בי במשיח, נסתר כשכינה ממנו, אין לשכינה left. אמר להם, בני, הסתתי להם, my sons, שם יש פסול בכם, ועל כן נסתר כשכינה ממני. Maybe one of you is not worthy, they're not worthy of hearing this information, this Torah information. ענו כולם, and that's why the שכינה left. ענו כולם, they all answered, and they said, ואמרו שמע ישראל, השם אלוקינו השם אחד. כלומר, meaning to say, קיבלו עליהם עול מלכות שמיים והעידו על הייחוד. They said, no, we understand that הקדוש ברוך הוא is in charge. We didn't do anything wrong. We understand that הקדוש ברוך הוא is the מלך, he's in charge of us. וכך היא הכוונה היום, that is what we're supposed to have in mind today. השם אלוקינו, השם is our God. כלומר, מי ששמו השם, the one whose name is השם, meaning, היה הווה ויהיה, the one who was, is and will be, who Elokeinu, he is our God, the everlasting, the, the infinite God, he is, he is Elokeinu. What does it mean he is Elokeinu? Elokeinu means, Elokeinu means always that he is the one who is, has all the power. If you take a look at the next bullet, it says, from Muhammad Mitzvah, this is from a friend of the Ramban, he's the, the Rabbeinu Menuach from Tosvot, so he's his Rebbe. The Sefer Muhammad Mitzvah writes, "Who Elokeinu Kolomash, who Mashkiach Banu Lahan Higenu, Kefi Haraui Lano Lefi Maasenu Kefi Gezeret Mishpatei Chachmato Urzano." Elokeinu means that He is in charge. We say, "Shema Yisrael, listen, Jewish people, feel it in your heart with Eima. Read this with Reses, with Eima, with fear, with awe, with trembling. Feel it in your heart that Hashem is Elokeinu, that Hashem is in charge. He is Baal Hakochot Kulam. He is the one who has full power." And we don't just say, he continues, We don't just say that he is the God of power, the God who is in control. Rather, we say he is the God who is in control of us. To highlight, to emphasize that Hashem is primarily watching over us. He's watching the Jewish people. What we do, reward and punishment, is primarily by the Jewish people. He watches over us. The other nations, he, de- he deals with them as a nation, as a whole. Us, he deals with us as individuals. Who Elokeinu? Shema Yisrael. Feel it. Feel it. With Ema, with fear, with awe, with trembling, feel it in, with our hearts. Paint a picture in our hearts. Shema Yisrael, feel it with our hearts. Hashem, that the one who is forever, He is Elokeinu, He is watching over everything that we do. That is called Kabbalat Ol Malchut Shemayim. That is called accepting that Hashem is in control. Not just of the heavens and the earth, but He is in control of me. He is in control of what I do, he's watching over what I do, he's rewarding me for what I do. Includes, that's just, uh, as a Shema? As a Shema, it's the, real, it's the whole first parasha. But the first, the primary, like the line that brings it all out is the first line. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. You'll see why in a moment, there's a little bit more. Like Sephardi Shul, they do Kabbalat Omachut Shemayim, which is like Shema, Hashem Elech, Hashem Elech, Hashem Elech. Yeah. Well, Hashem Elech, Hashem Elech, Hashem Yimloch Lalamvayt is the name of Hashem. It's Hashem Elech, Hashem Elech, Hashem Elech, Hashem Elech, Hashem Elech, Hashem Melech, Hashem Melech, Hashem Yimloch, that's the Hashem that it was, is, and will be, and Yimloch, that is the king, that has to do with Elokeinu. Mm. That's the same. Similar, exactly. And then yes. what else is there? Is there one more? Is... Yeah, it's Silichot. It's the whole idea that, like, God is, in, no, no. is in the Hashem, no, no. as ruler of the world, as creator of the universe, is the very same God that is the merciful God. Right. Hashem and Elokeinu are the same God. Right. Right, Hashem Hu Elokim. That's the other line you said. Yeah, Hashem right, Hu Elokim. Yeah. And, then, and, and then it takes us a step further. Rabbi Yonah then continues. We accept that he, the one who is in control, we accept that he is 
in charge of us. What should he mean when he say Hashem Echad? The next line: Shema Yisrael, feel it in your hearts with emo, with fear, with awe, with trembling in your hearts. Hashem Elokeinu that Hashem is in charge of us. Who Hashem Echad? Yechaven b'milat Hashem kolam misha shmo Hashem. Who Echad? Vakavana beEchad. What should he mean when he say Echad? Shehu Echad b'Shemayim uBaAretz uBaArba Ruchot Olam. Should I have in mind that he is one in heaven and earth and the four directions of the world? We're going to talk about that more in a moment. What does that mean? We're going to answer your WhatsApp status question. Yeah. What does that mean? So let's take a look. Take a look at, in order, let's talk about this a little more. Why do we cover our eyes? Also, let's address that and we'll bring out the more the, this idea of Hashem Echad. This is in Patapa page Gimel. Sorry, I made the booklets and then, then I decided what I'm going to say first, what I'm going to say second. That's why we're jumping around so much. But uh, the top of page Gimel. So why do we cover our eyes? Sigmar and Brachot says, Tafi Gimel Mabet, Amar Lei Rav the Rebchia. Rav said Rebchia. I didn't see Rebbe say Shema today. Son of Gedolim, son of great people. When he passed his hand, when he covered his face with his hand, that was when he said Shema. So what does that mean? So there's two Machokat, you don't know how to read this Gemara. When Rebbe, when the, when the, when, when, I don't know if this means Rebbe HaKadosh, it was Rav's, it was Rav's Rebbe. Rav said to Rebbe Chiyo, I didn't see Rebbe say, say um, I didn't see Rebbe say Shema today. So I don't know if that means Rebbe HaKadosh, if they learned by Rebbe, or if this is uh, just our Rebbe, I don't know which. So I just, I just don't know the history. Yeah, he so, that's yeah. so he said, no, 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 so he said, no, he did say Shema. That time when he put his hand over his face, mm. then he said Shema. So I don't know how long he said Shema for. That's an interesting point. Like, or, or was he maybe, did he think that he was thinking about how to answer a question maybe? So it could be a longer time. So it says, how to read this Gemara. Rabbi Yonah says it means, V'yesh Omrim, he's quoting Rav Haigo'on, She'yirmoz be'enav b'sha'ah shemam licho b'shamayim uva'aretz v'dalad v'chot ha'olam. There are those who say that when you say echad, then you should motion, you should look with your eyes, you should motion with your eyes up, down, and the four directions. Meaning when you say echad, so that you look up with the ches, you look up and down. To, so you look up for the, the, through the seven rakiot, through the seven heavens, and then to Shashem. And when you say echad, you should look around to all four directions of the world. That's I the dalit. Because of Aleph, yeah. yeah. So you, have to also like so you say the Aleph is that Hashem is one, and then echad, huh? You no, you're just motioning with your, with your eyes. That's just like a thingy. So, and that's Rabbi Niono. Also felt this way. Because this Gemara that said that when Rebbe was teaching his children, his, his Talmidim, says so that he put his hands over his face and he said, Why did he cover his face? Must be. They shouldn't see these motions that he's doing with his eyes. So I once heard that it's because people shouldn't make fun, they should, it would look strange to people and they'll laugh. I don't know if that's Jews true, going, huh? To, other, to, other Jews to the to the Talmidim, to the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that it's, that's what I once heard. I don't know if that's I didn't see though. Like why should they not see? But that's what I, I once heard when I was a kid. But, uh, so here we have. Oh, we'll see. We'll see a little bit more. We're going to see in the Shulchan in a minute. But here's first. Rabbi Yonah says the reason why they cover their eyes was that people shouldn't see motioning with your eyes. The Rosh says no, 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 no. There's not. There's no proof from there that you have to motion with your eyes. If you look around with your eyes, the reason why he covered his eyes was because he was sitting amongst people. It would be very hard to focus. So he covered his eyes. Why wasn't enough to just close his eyes? I don't know. 
but he wanted an extra action maybe of covering his eyes to help him, to help him concentrate. And the tour brings down both of these. Now those who cover their hands, they are faced with their hands when they say the first Pasuk, and the reason is, that they shouldn't, that they shouldn't, they shouldn't see anything which would distract them. And anything that you, anything that, that you could do to help you have more kavana, that's a good thing to do. Because actions always help. Yeah, or no, but here we're talking about Bashmat, to, to look up, to look up and down. They understand that Rabbi Yonah was to help them remember, look up and down. And you're going to see in a moment where the source for this of, of looking up and down is going to get more into that in a moment. But they, were, they wanted to help them have kavana to, of Tarashem, is up and down in all four directions and over ourselves, but they want to have a kavan over all four directions and, and up and down. So therefore, that's an action, that's a good action to do because actions always help us, even though we're already forming the feeling in our heart, but actions always help us make it more real. The Chavetz Chaim used to send Bachrim to practice speeches in an empty Beit Midrash. Go find an empty Beit Midrash and practice speaking, practice delivering your, your, your Chabura, practice, because even though you could picture it in your own heart and when you prepare, you can... Do it yourself with that. But no, actions always work more. So, the, so you want to do an action, that's a good thing to do, to do an action. The Shulchan Aruch brings this as well. Shulchan Aruch writes in Simit Samachalaf, he writes, The minhag is to cover our eyes, to cover our face with our hands. When we say the first Pasuk, in order that we shouldn't get distracted. Those who have a minhag, to move their heads up and down in the different directions. Meaning, we saw Rabbi Yonah was with their eyes. From Rabbi Gaon, it was with the eyes. The Shulchan Aruch says that those have minhag with their heads. Rabbi Felder was one of the post that I was told that he does this. When he covers his hands, you see him moving his head a little bit. That it's to all directions, to make it real to us, the action of making it real to us, that Hashem is up and down. And I know someone upstairs, so he doesn't cover his eyes. He looks in, he goes through the cover of the eyes, Interesting. Okay. You know, there's another, uh, it reminded me, um, you know how all the, the prayers up until the Shema, or like Baruch Shemar to Yishtabah, yeah. uh, a lot of it revolves around the number 13. And 13, I remember when I asked my, uh, one of my rabbis, what, what is the significance of 13? It's, it, is, it is, 13 is the name of Hashem. The Gematria of Achad. And just embedded in that. Or the third, you know. Right. So yeah. whenever, whenever you if you meditate, just sort of on each of those different brachas, it's just the culmination is that achad. Right. Yeah. The idea of Pesukat Zimmer is really to get us into the mode of the Amidah, and then the first bracha of Kriyat like we spoke about the other week. The first bracha of Kriyat is also a declaration of Hashem is one in charge of day and in charge of night. And so we spoke about that, and then we we culminate that by by we we make a real when we say when we ask Hashem for things and we declare that we love Him. So that's when we make it more real. But that's the Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokein Hashem Achad. So so far we have that make it feel it with your heart. Shema Yisrael, feel it with your heart. Jewish people, feel it with your heart, with with fear and with awe and with trembling. Feel it, feel it with our hearts. Make it real. Not only just make it real, but even better is we're going to do an action soon when we say Echad. We're going to do that action. Shema Yisrael, make it real. So the the Rashi says to also it should also be with love. But the, the first thing is because when, when a king sends a proclamation, so you don't just read it by Simcha, but when you read a proclamation, then you read it with, with nervousness. Like, what's the king saying? I have to make sure to fulfill every, every word that he writes, every little iota that he instructs us. I have to make sure that I get it. So it should be with trembling and with fear and with, with, uh, with sweat. Isaiah is with sweat. That's how we should have that feeling. Shema Yisrael, Hashem, Elokeinu, he's in charge of 
Elokeinu. He's in charge of us. He's watching over everything that we do. Hashem Echad. He is in charge of Echad. And that's why I forgot who says it. I don't see it inside now. But that's why first we say Elokeinu and then we say Hashem Echad. First we declare that Hashem is in charge of me. And only then, once I understand that Hashem is in charge of me, only then can I continue and say Hashem Echad, Hashem is in charge of everything. And we'll see more on that in, in, a, in a moment. Let, let's, let's get more into this idea of Echad and you'll understand that more. The word Echad, there's two things you have to figure out. Well, number one, what does the word, what does it mean when we say Hashem Echad, what does that mean? And number two, there's, we always hear people saying Echad. So what's going on with that? Why do people yeah. elongate the word Echad? Where does that come from? Why are they doing it? Or the Dalit, that's Machokat we've shown and we're going we're to see that inside. So, so what, number one, what does the word Echad mean? So the, the Gemara says in Brachot, Yud Gimel Amad Bet, Yeah, yeah. But Gemara Brachot says that the purpose of that when when um, that when you say here we go the bottom of page hey Gemara Brachot Yitkimol Amidbet the the top right where it says elongate the word Achad Tanya the Brayta says the Gemara quotes the Brayta Sumchot Omer Sumchot said. Whoever elongates the word Echad, they give him long life. Omar Rav Achav. Parents. Wait, huh? that, parents. that too. Kibar Rav earns this long life. Like adjacent to each other, like close to each other? Like Sumchus is someone else, no? Sumchus is a, is a, is a Tana. Tanya, a bright, they're the, quoting the Brayta. Sumchat Omer Sumchus said, Whoever elongates the word Echad. No, because it's spelled differently. Some is with the Samach. Oh, Kobe, that's my typo. I, I, it's probably with the Samach, and I just... Uh, huh? Is Shulchan or Shulchan? I don't know. I think, I think it depends if it's for your Ashkenaz, no? I don't know. Check out Chumash. Is that what it says there? But, uh, Whoever, he long hits the word Echad, they give him long life. Amr Rav Acha Bayakov of the Dalit. We're going to come back to this Gemara in a moment. Rav Acha Bayakov said you should elongate the Dalit. Amr Rav Ashi Ovach Loyach Tov Pechet. As long as you're not Chotev Lechet. We're going to see what that means soon. Rav Yirmiya Hava Yativ Kameid Rav Chia Baraba. Rav Yirmiya was sitting in front of Rav Chia Baraba. Chazia. He saw the Hava Marech Tuva. He saw that he was elongating the word Echad for a while. He was going Echad. He was going Mamash for a while. Amar Lech Kivend Im Lichte Lamalo Lamatev Labar Nuchot Hashemayim Tulot Suchet. Once you said, once you once you thought to yourself, once you declare Hashem as king over up and down and the four directions, that's, you don't need to elongate anymore. Once the idea of Echad is up, down, Hashem is in control of up, down, and four directions like we saw before, yeah, that they would motion with their heads. Enough time to... Exactly. You motion with your eyes, with your head, up, down, and the four directions. That's how long. And you don't have to have any more Kavanah. The Kavanah by Echad is up and down in the four directions. So what does it mean? Yeah, what, you had a question? Yeah, isn't it also seven skies up? So yeah, there's seven and then there's one on top where Hashem is. That's why I think. So it's... it's Do you um, look up longer? Or you look up the same? It's only Hagim, right? No, it's the same Do you look up longer with the others? Alright, you have a mind. Hashem is up and, and... You can just do like a... Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like a, the doesn't have to be that long. It's enough time for up and down and the four. So, so there's a little bit more. So when we say the word that when Hashem is Melech up and down in the four directions, when we say that Hashem is Echad, what does that mean? Whenever we say Hashem Echad, what does it mean? So I always used to think that when we say that Hashem is Echad, it means that there's one God and no other gods, not two gods. That's not what it means. 
Take a look at the Rambam. At the Rambam, the Rambam in his Yudkim Malikim, he writes like this: Hayisod Harishon. Rav Moshe Shapiro brings this out a lot. He writes Hayisod Harishon. The first fundamental is the bottom of page Dalit. Sorry, I really apologize. This no. book we're jumping all around, but uh, again, like I said, I first made the book and then I switched to how I'm going to present. So the, the Rambam writes Hayisod Harishon. The first fundamental: Laamin Mitziut Habore It Barach. To believe with a belief that is dependable on the ex- that of the on the existence of Hashem. The existence of everything that exists, the existence of everything, on Him depends their existence. Their existence comes from Him. If you would be God, then everything else would cease to exist. The first fundamental of Yudgimel, the first Ikar is that Hashem is the source for all existence. The second, Yechod Hashem Barach is the oneness of Hashem. Kolomash Naamin Shezeh Shehu Sibat Hakol Echad. That we should be- we should believe with a dependable belief that He is the reason for everything. Shehu Sibat Hakol Echad. He is the reason for everything that He is one. Ve'enok Echad Azuk V'lochek Kechad. I mean, He's not one of a peer nor one of a species. Rather, He is one. The meaning we should believe that the first two Moshe brings out, the first two are connected to each other. That He is one, and everything else comes from Him. When we say Hashem Echad, we mean it, that He is one and everything else depends on Him. And that's what we say, Shema Yisrael, the Ramah writes, Shema Yisrael ki Hashem shehu elokeinu. We'll do that soon, sorry, I apologize. So the altar from Kelm writes, Hashem Echad, hu klal hakol atura v'chol hashlemut. Ki Echad ve'ein od milvado v'chol ha'advarim ponim l'tachlit Echad. Hashem Echad means that He includes everything. He is one, there is nothing else but Him. Hashem Echad doesn't mean that He is one God and there is no one else. It means that Hashem Echad and there is nothing else. Everything else, like we are in Hashem, we are in Hashem. Hashem we, is the source of our existence. If not, there is nothing, there is no other space but the space of within, so to speak, within Hashem. Exactly. That's what he writes from Kamar. That there's nothing else but him. The, the, the Briskarov was escaping from the Nazis and they took, took his family straight through Berlin. And before they got on the wagon to go straight through Berlin, then he taught his children a kavana, kavanot in what in Od Milvado means. They traveled through Berlin and nobody stopped them until they got stopped by they one walked. wagon. They were in the back of a wagon. They got stopped in a wagon and somebody, and the, a Nazi soldier came and opened the thing and started looking around and started being surprised. The Briskarov turned to one of his children and said to them, somebody's not having proper kavana in Eid Od Milvado. There's nothing else but him. And everyone continued back to the kavanot that they were supposed to have. And the Nazi soldier, while looking straight at them, continued on his way. In old Mubado, that there's nothing else but HaKadosh Baruch Hashem is the source of all existence. If Hashem decides, Hashem elokeinu, Hashem is in charge. Hashem decides what should happen to us. In old Mubado, that's what Hashem Echad means. There is nothing else but Him. And that's what we have in mind when we say that Hashem is up and down. Hashem is, there is nothing else but Him. Not just up and down and not me. Not like up and down, and, but I'm in that safe, sweet spot in between that, that he's not in control of, that he's not in charge of. No, 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 no. Hashem Echad, including right here. Right here, I am also under Hashem's Echad. It's hard to have that in mind always. Meaning, obviously, when someone does something that's not... But, but, but that's when you're saying Shema, at least we should have it in mind. Hmm. And that's like the Ramah says. Ramah says in the bottom of page Dalad, Shema Yisrael ki Hashem shehu elokeinu hu Hashem Echad. That Shema Yisrael, feel it with your heart. Feel it. Shemaying yourself, feel with trembling, with fear, with love, with cheer, feel it. Feel it with sweat. Shemaying yourself, feel it. Hashem, who is in charge of us, 
not just in charge of everything else. Hashem Shuel Okenu, who Hashem Echad, He is the one Hashem. He is the one who is in charge. There is nothing else but Him. Don't start thinking, oh, Hashem is in charge of like the Bissel Sand. Don't start thinking Hashem is in charge of everything else. But I mean, no, no, no. Hashem Shuel Okenu, Hashem is in charge of us. And that's like I said before, I think I was coming from this Ramo, that, 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 that only after a person understands that Hashem is El Okenu, only after a person understands that Hashem is in charge of me, then he can declare Hashem Echad. Then he can declare that there's nothing else but Him. First, we understand that Hashem is in charge of myself. First, in the sense, like, I, I thought I could change the world, and I realized I could change myself. Now, I thought I could change the world, and I realized I thought I could change my country, thought I'm going to change my city, then I realized I can only change myself, and even that is hard. But for, we start with changing ourselves. Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem is in charge of me. And only then can I say, Hashem Echad, that Hashem is the one, and there is nothing else but Him. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem That's the emotion that we should have as we're saying it. And that, that, um, and, Okay, let's skip that, that other part. So that, that, that's, the, that's the kavana that we should have as we say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. And then we'll just, and that's also why we have to cover our eyes. We're covering our eyes so we should focus. Like now we understand that we, so we, we had the Rabbi Yonah said that we should, because so we should, people shouldn't, let's say, so people shouldn't laugh as I'm looking around, but the people shouldn't see as I'm looking around, they're moving my head, people shouldn't see. But the other one, from the rush, we saw that it's in order that I should have proper kavana, because there's so much to have kavana here. The, uh, closing myself off into this, my own mind space, and saying, Shema Yisrael, feel it. Feel it. If you go into your own into your own space, you can say, "Feel it. Feel it." I, I have to feel it with trembling, with with fear, with 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 sweat. Shema Yisrael. Feel it with my heart. Hashem Elokeinu. Hashem is in charge of me. Hashem Echad. Hashem is the only thing that exists. There is nothing else that exists but Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That takes a lot of you use the word meditation, That's, but it takes a lot of 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 introspection. It takes a lot of feeling to make that real in our hearts. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. And with that, we'll end off with the last point of why do we elongate the word Echad. So we saw the Gemara in Brachot says that whoever elongates the word Echad, then they give him long life. Just in and of itself, it sounds from the Gemara, you, you say the word Echad long, then you have long life. What should you have in mind? That Hashem is in charge of up and down in all directions, meaning He's in charge of everything. He's in charge of everything. Everything comes from Hashem. Nothing so else not but only Hashem. Once you finish looking at the directions, is it right. until you feel like you really had Rikh, but not? Right. Uh, yeah, uh, ideally. Time frame. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the kavana of Hashem is up and down. I mean, Gemara said, all you have to do is make him declare that he is king over up and down. But you can't start having the kavana by the word Hashem Echad. You start it by Shema Yisrael. You feel it. Feel it with your heart. Shema. Feel it with your heart. Not just with your ears, but with your heart. Hashem Elokeinu Hashem is in charge of me. Hashem Echad. That's, you, could, you could go into that mode. You could extend from ourselves outwards. So now, which part of the word Echad are we supposed to elongate? So Rashi says, don't elongate the Chet. Rather, because as long as you just said the word Echad, that's nonsense. If you just said Echad, so far you didn't say anything. So don't elongate the word echad. Uh, don't, don't elongate the chet, says Rashi, because that's meaningless. Rather, elongate the dalit. Huh. Says the tour. The tour brings that. No, the tour brings that other Yishonim who say that you should elongate the chet, and by the chet you should have a mind up and down. And the Shulchan Aruch says. The Shulchan Aruch passes not like Rashi passes like the tour. 
to elongate the chet. When you elongate the chet, you should declare Hashem as king over up and down. Don't elongate longer than this. Elongate the chet, elongate the dalit. Again, those who could elongate the dalit, but that's what you have in mind. And with that, let's end off. And the dalit. He says, says long, meaning he disagrees with Rashi. Rashi says it's longer long, than Gehazi's meaningless. But the, the Shulchan Aruch Pasch is no, like the tour, that they showed him that it, that has meaning. And there's, yeah. there's to, to do the, the Dalit at the end is that one could do it. So, it, but I don't know what to Right, exactly. That's our Dalit is a Shar Dalit. I think it's the Yemenite Dalit is a the. And there's it makes sense. But we, we all just elongate the Chet. Yeah, exactly. And we just elongate the Chet. Right. Right. Exactly. So ours, ours, we just don't get the I always want to encourage people not to go duh. Because it's, it's not, one shouldn't go duh. Should, I don't know. Whatever. Echad. Echad. What's the difference between what you're saying? It's not duh, but it's echad. Yeah. I don't know. Even with the. It's however it comes out. It's not duh. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Then we'll end off with one last piece. Says Rav Dessler. On this idea of Shema Yisrael. Amru and, and feeling, and this really brings out the whole idea of feeling that Hashem is in charge and Hashem is nothing else but Him. It says Rav Desla, Amru Bibrachot is the last box on page Vav. Amru Bibrachot. The Gemara says in Davsam Achalafim Bed Bashashi Yotzio Akut Rabbi Kiva, Lariga, when they brought Rabbi Kiva out to be killed, and we know that they scraped him with iron combs. Zman Kriyat Shemahaya, it was the time of Kriyat Shemahayus, or Kimit Pesarob, Masarikos Shabarazel, they were combing him with iron combs. Vayim Kabil, Alav Olmachot Shemayim, and he was accepting the yoke of heaven, the yoke of heaven. Hayam Arich Bechad, Ashiyat Nishmato Bechad, and he elongated the Echad until his Nishama went out with the word Echad. Chas Vichalila. Don't think, don't think that his neshama left him because of the pain. The proper, the correct pirush is, that rather his neshama left because he was so attached to Hashem, that separated his neshama from his guf. He was so engrossed, so deep in the understanding, the comprehension of the oneness of Hashem throughout his Yisurim. Hashem is talek me'ageshem. No, says of Desi, he died because he was so attached to the oneness of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So connected. Thank you, Chaim. Thank you. That he was so connected to the to the oneness of Hashem. Hashem is talek me'ageshem until he completely separated from Gashmiut. Bitabko b'or hasagat achdutoy yitbarach hashleima. So attached, connected to Hashem that he was automatically separated from the physical. And that is Shema Yisrael. Feel, feel Yisrael. Feel it. Not just hearing with your ears, but hearing it with your heart. Shema Yisrael. Feel with Ema, with Resus, with Zeya. Says Shulchan Aruch. To feel it with trembling, with awe, with sweat. To feel it. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu. Hashem is my Elokeinu. He's watching everything that I do. Hashem Elokeinu. Hashem Echad. Hashem is one. He's in charge of all areas. There is nothing else but Him. He is up and down and all over, there, and including with the spot where I am. There is nothing else but Him. Hashem Echad. There is nothing else but Him. It starts with Elokeinu. And then from there, we can go on to Hashem Echad. And that is the Kavana and the emotion to have when we say the first pasuk of Shema Yisrael. So the only long word exactly. is the Echad. The only long word yeah. is supposed to... Yeah. You, if you, someone wants to, they can. It helps to have Kavanah, but the yeah. other, other, other Echad, words, right. but Echad is the main... Is the, is the long word. Mm-hmm. It occurred to me, heart, 